Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball land? Well, all right. We're moving and we're transcending up, people. And I love it that all my listeners, everybody that downloads and shares and likes is on this wonderful, wonderful journey with me and my whole staff at All Things Basketball Podcast. Well, let's get into it. Episode 64. And it's a wonderful, wonderful sunny Monday day. Uh, it's, it's a great day out there. Excuse me. But, you know, hey, we got to keep it moving. We got to keep it going. All right. At All Things Basketball Podcast, this is what we do. Let's go, people. All right. We're on ex- episode 64. And the name of episode 64 is Hail to the Mystics. The name of episode 64, people, Hail to the Mystics. And of course, you guys know what I'm talking about. But again, we're going to get into it later in the show. You know how Coach Luke likes to do it. I like to ease into the topic or the episode of the show a little later on in the show. And so let's get started with episode 64. All right. We're in that Portland building, people. We're talking about the Portland Trailblazers. And one of the things people don't talk about is that Portland has just as good a chance to hoist that trophy as anybody else. The Portland Trailblazers have just as good a chance as anyone else in the NBA to hoist that trophy. One of the things that's going on with Portland is that they didn't make big, big moves in free agency, and they didn't make a big, big splash in the draft. And so those type of teams kind of get forgotten. But the reason why Portland didn't make those moves, because they're strong already. They went to the uh, Western Conference Championship, people. They went to the Western Conference Championship and lost to the Golden State Warriors. And so they feel in Portland that they have all the ingredients to get over the top, just keep the team together, keep the continuity in the building, keep the coaching staff together, and they have just as good a chance as anybody else. And they sure do. Anytime you got Dame Dollar, C.J. McCullough, of course, the new addition of Paul Casal, all right? You know, Hassan Whitehead. You know, you got a lot of talent in that Portland building, people. You can't excuse it and you can't ignore it. And so they really have an opportunity to hoist the trophy. But again, the more glitter teams we're talking about. We're talking about both the L.A. teams, the Lakers and the Clippers. We're also talking about Utah a whole lot. We're also talking about the New Orleans Pelicans. They're young. They won't hoist the trophy, but they're going to be very, very, very exciting this season. And so I think Portland is getting lost in the shovel because you also can't forget the Houston Rockets. They're a little bit more uh, glitzy right now. And so right now, you're really not talking about the Portland Trailblazers too much, but I tell you, Coach Luke and a lot of basketball people understand that Portland is right there, man. Portland is right there, and they have a great opportunity to sneak up in the pack and win the West, and not only win the West, but win the whole darn thing. Raise that trophy, and Portland has just as good a chance to raise that trophy as anybody else. But like I said, They haven't made major, major moves. They've been very, very quiet over the summer. 
very, very quiet during draft time. And so you kind of get forgotten as a team when you're not making big, big splashes and the media is not talking about you on a consistent basis. But coming out that Portland building, they know it, and a lot of basketball pundits know it. They have a great, great opportunity of hoisting that trophy this upcoming season. They have a whole lot of talent, and that's what's coming out of that Portland area uh, right now. Dennis Smith, very excellent baller, man, an excellent talent. A very excellent talent. He's with the New York Knicks. My New York Knicks, of course, you know Coach Luke is a big New York Knicks fan. But Dennis Smith is saying he wants to prove himself. Well, I think Dennis Smith is an excellent, excellent player. I do know what Dennis Smith really needs to do is work on his game a whole lot more. He's a natural at a little bit of everything. And what happens when you're young and you're a natural at a little bit of everything You don't put in the work that's necessary to garner the coaching staff. And so what's going on right now is there are players that are somewhat outworking Dennis Smith. Now, can he jump out the gym? Of course. Can he shoot the three? Of course. Does he have great footwork? Of course. He has a little bit of everything, like Coach Luke said. But he doesn't work as hard as other players, and that hurts him. One of the things as a coach I happen to know A guy that works very hard will be recognized. A player that works very hard will be a whole lot more recognized than the player that just has talent on the surface. And so right now, Dennis Smith is battling for that point guard position in the New York building, but there are guys that's willing to be the last ones in the gym. There are guys that's willing to be the first players in the gym. And these are the things that Dennis Smith needs to acquire. You know, it's not so much his talent level. Again, his talent level is ranging from a 9 to a 10 on anybody's scale. But as far as his work ethic, his work ethic has to be like nobody else's. His work ethic has to be a whole lot stronger. And I think Dennis Smith will get a whole lot better results as far as playing time, as far as being the staple of the offense, as well as the defense. And so right now, Dennis Smith is stating, hey, I just want to prove myself. Well, young man, you got all of the opportunities in the world right now that training camp is open to prove yourself. You just got to work harder than everybody else. And that's for anybody. I know myself as a coach, I got to work harder than any coach that's in the building or out the building. I can't allow any coach to outwork me, and that goes for players too. The players can't allow any player to outwork them. And so that's what Dennis Smith has to do as far as taking over the New York Knicks and being the point guard that the New York Knicks really need and really want. All right. Tap in, baby. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. We're still here, man. And and we, we, we hoisted another trophy, man. The WNBA has a new champion, all right? 
The WNBA, I repeat, people, has a new champion. Those Washington Mystics, all right, over the weekend or right before the week, weekend started, okay, the Washington Mystics won the WNBA championship. Elena Deladon was phenomenal, man. And as you know, she had the back spasms, but she fought through that to hoist her very first championship with the Washington Mystics. The Washington Mystics won the championship 89-78 over the Connecticut Sun. But first, we'd like to give the Connecticut Sun all the praise in the world to get to the WNBA championship, and they almost pulled it off. The series was 2-2, and it went to a deciding game. But we'd like to give the Connecticut Sun all the praise in the world, but the Washington Mystics, are the WNBA champions of 2019. Congratulations to the Washington Mystics. Phenomenal series, man. Phenomenal series. For all of y'all that didn't get to watch it, y'all missed a basketball treat, man. And I'm going to tell you, these young women really put it all on the line. They balled out. And, and you know, the Washington Mystics came up uh, uh, on top. They came out on top. And it's a wonderful thing. Congratulations to the Washington Mystic. All right. And that's the end of a beautiful, beautiful WNBA season. And like Coach Loop said, as I always say, I love me some WNBA. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, earlier in the week, I mean last week, Kevin Durant was making his media rounds because a lot of media are around the teams. And um, I happened to catch some of his interview. Now, Kevin Durant, don't get me wrong before I start to say what I'm about to say. Kevin Durant is, if he's not the best player in the game, it's 1 and 1B as far as him and LeBron James. Of course, I still believe that LeBron James is the cream de la cream. He's the number one player in the NBA because he's a leader of men in a way no other player can lead him to the promised land as far as that's concerned. When I say promised land, I say the championship. And I haven't seen Kevin Durant really lead a team to the championship. He's been on great championship teams, and he's been the MVP of certain teams. But I still say and go when he was in Golden State, that was Steph Curry's team, and he led that team by example. But I'm kind of getting off because I'm talking about Kevin Durant's media outlets and the, uh, the conversations that he had earlier last week. And I heard him in an interview. He basically, uh, they asked him why he chose the Nets over the Knicks. Well, he said uh, his answer was kind of off to me in the simple fact why he was, the answer was off in the sense he said, well, nobody uh, really looks at the Knicks as relevant. You know, he felt that, um, you know, you know, other teams are more relevant to the millennials is what he said. Now, I beg to differ, Mr. Durant, and I'm going to tell you why I beg to differ. If that was the case, why does everybody from Michael Jordan to Kobe Bryant to yourself to LeBron James wait till they get to Madison Square Garden to give their best performance? If they're so irrelevant, why does everybody step on the garden floor to play the best game that they've ever played? Anybody that has done anything in the NBA, you always have to go to the garden. 
Jordan, double nickel, 55. Kobe, 62. All right? You got you had Melo with the 62-point performance. All right? LeBron, the 52 and the 55. So if the Knicks are so uh, irrelevant to the NBA, then why does everybody wait until they get on the garden floor where the Knicks play 41 games to play their best ball. So I beg to differ on that. And the other question that I might have for Mr. Kevin Durant is, okay, so if the Knicks are irrelevant, uh, uh, not as known to the millennials, then why are you on the Brooklyn Nets? All right? Because if they are, if the Knicks are irrelevant, then where are the Brooklyn Nets right now, other than acquiring Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, and yourself? Give me a little history on the Brooklyn Nets. Let me know how um, enamored they are or how enamored they've always been. Crickets, right? So I don't agree with Kevin Durant. All right. And some people might say, oh, Coach Luke, you want him to be on the Knicks? Of course. Who wouldn't want a guy of his magnitude and his ability to be on the New York Knicks? But I tell you what, when I hear hogwash, I'm going to call it hogwash. And when I hear great information, I'm going to call it great information. And Mr. Durant gave us a little hogwash in his conversation piece with the media. Let me know what the Brooklyn Nets have done the last six to seven years. Let me know that. Now, of course, we know the Knicks haven't done anything either. But in New York, you best believe, and it'll always be, Knicks town and Brooklyn is little brother. So you pick little brother to play for. Kudos to you. Congratulations. And little brother might not stay little brother if you win a couple of championships. But right now, I had to call him out. I had to call Mr. Durant out on his comments because I believe his comments are false. Well, all right. Tap in, baby. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, that's right. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like. Download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, we got that AAU profile, baby. That AAU profile. And, yo, we got a wonderful, wonderful young lady for our AAU profile this Monday show. Haley Frank from Missouri, Stratford High School in Missouri. Wonderful, wonderful baller. Six one five star recruit, and she's staying home in Missouri. Couldn't happen to a better young lady. This young lady's phenomenal, man. She got the Midwest High School Female Player of the Year, okay? And she's a phenomenal baller, man. She's going to the University of Missouri. She's staying home, and a lot of players like to stay home when they go to college. A lot of players do this. And so there's no knock on Holly Frank for staying home. She probably wants to stay close to her family, right? But she's the he, she's our AAU profile for this Monday show. Phenomenal player. And her AAU outfit is um, the WWYB Mizzou. 
WWYB Mizzou is her AAU outfit, and she's a wonderful, wonderful player and a wonderful, wonderful student uh, from what I gather. And she'll be in a University of Missouri um, uniform coming up this season. And so she's still eligible to be our AAU profile. And this show, our AAU profile, is a young lady named Holly Frank out of Stratford High School in Missouri. Well, we've reached that point in the show that we always reach, people. We've reached that point in the show that we've always reached. If you want to be a sponsor to All Things Basketball Podcast, or if you want your ads to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, you got to hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. And if you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook, hit the email button and leave your information. And, of course, we'll get right back to you. If you want your ads to your company to be on the show, or you want to be a sponsor to the show of All Things Basketball Podcast, those are the two things that you have to do. Thank you very, very much. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like download. Come on, people, all things basketball podcast is for you. It really is for you. Let's go. All right. It's very, very hard in New Orleans to pull Zion back. All right. And this is quotes from the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans, Alvin Gentry. Well, of course, it's hard to pull him back, Coach Gentry. I mean, everybody wants to see Zion. But what Alvin Gentry is talking about is he wants to sit Zion. He wants to rest him a little bit. But fanfare and popular demand is keeping Zion on the floor a little bit too long in the preseason. Well, you know, as a coach, you have to do what you got to do. Maybe the pressure is not coming from the, uh, uh, the fans. The pressure could be coming from upstairs, meaning the New Orleans Pelicans front office. Okay, the tickets are being sold as we speak. There's several sold-out games in New Orleans. And, of course, Zion is the main man. Everybody wants to see him. Everybody wants to talk to him. And that's the deal right now. And so you really are kind of caught in between a rock and a hard place, Coach Gentry. You have to play this young man. Everybody's coming out to see him. His jersey right now in preseason is I think the second second highest selling jersey, and of course, as the season start, this jersey might be the top selling jersey. And so everybody wants to see Zion Williamson. He's just a phenomenal talent, man. He's just a phenomenal player and a phenomenal talent, and he's the number one pick. Everywhere you go, people are going to want to talk to him, and and people are going to want to see him play ball. They've already started limiting, excuse me, his interviews, okay, because they have to travel and they want to keep Zion in the media room a little too long. So the New Orleans Pelicans have shortened his interviews that he's been given. But everybody's excited about Zion Williamson. And so it's going to be hard for Coach Gentry to just pull the plug or pull the plug on all of the media and also keep him off the floor. He's trying to keep him off the floor to preserve him for next week. 
which is the beginning of the season. But it's going to be hard for the New Orleans Pelicans to do that. There's so much fanfare around Zion Williamson right now. It's ridiculous, man. There's so much fanfare around this guy that it is very, very ridiculous. He is going to be box office, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows it, people. So right now, it's very, very hard to sit Zion, and I don't really think you're going to be able to sit him. He's young. You know, if you give him certain spurts during the preseason, but get him out there and possibly put him out there for the fourth quarter, I think the fans, I think the organization, and I also believe the NBA will be very happy. But one thing you can't do is completely sit him, Coach Gentry. If you sit him, boy, the crowd will go crazy, and you'll have to sneak your way out of the arena. (laughs) All right. Tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. The NBA in the preseason is in full blast. What you're getting right now in the NBA in the preseason, you're getting a lot of veterans starting to play a whole lot of minutes. The other night I saw C.J. McCullough and Dame Lillard drop 30 minutes between each other. They both played 30 minutes. What's happening now is all of the veterans are going to play a whole lot more. Bradley Beal played 30 minutes against the Knicks, I saw. So you're going to get these veterans that want to get their legs under them, that want to play a whole lot more, because now, next week, the season starts, baby, and it becomes real. And so now you kind of know who's going to be on your team. And what's happening now is you're going to start getting a whole lot of players that are veterans, that are getting out there and performing at a high, high level for the simple fact They have to get ready now. There's no more looking at the guys that might make the team or might not make the team. Again, most of the staffs and most of the coaches know who's going to make their team. And so now you got to put the veterans out there so that they can log some minutes and so that they can be ready for opening night. And so that's what you have in the preseason right now. You're starting to see the preseason amp up, amp up heavy going into next week when the beginning of the season starts. And so you're going to see more of LeBron, more of James Harden, more of Russell Westbrook, all right, more Joel Embiid, more um, uh, of everybody, more of all of the veterans. You know what I'm saying? Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley have been playing together a whole lot lately in the Utah games. And so you're going to see a whole bunch of veterans playing a lot more. Anthony Davis, you know, LeBron is out there a whole lot more. Kawhi Leonard, you know, you got all of the veterans that are logging minutes because now they're getting ready for the start of the season. And so that's what's happening with preseason. A lot of people are saying, whoa, look at all of the veterans coming out. Well, they better come out now because next week it's on for real. And I can't wait. And again, like Coach Luke said, we're getting ready to pub. That roundtable preview is coming. We're going to have a lot of great guests at All Things Basketball Podcast. Please stay tuned. I'll give you the date on Wednesday's show. 
where you need to tune in, all right? And we're not sure whether we're going to live stream it or we're just going to keep it phonographic, but whatever it is, please tune in to the first ever All Things Basketball Podcast Roundtable, the introduction of the NBA in the new season. And I'm going to have a ton, a ton of guests, great basketball minds that will, you know, bring their wisdom to the All Things Basketball Podcast table. And we will talk about a bevy of topics leading in to the new season, the 2019-2020 season. Don't forget that roundtable, baby. It's coming, and I'll let you know the date, whether it'll be next Wednesday or whether it'll be next Monday. All right. Well, we've got one more topic, man. Hail to the Mystics. Well, as you know, the Washington Mystics hoisted their first uh, WNBA championship. All right. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. They hoisted the trophy. Okay. Elena Della Don was phenomenal, man. Elena Della Don was phenomenal. I tell you what, she's the MVP and she's the champion. And you can't take nothing from her. All right. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing in the series. The series was a wonderful series. You, If you want to see good basketball, if you didn't see the WNBA championship, you missed the bomb burner, baby. You really missed the bomb burner, okay? Now, first of all, you know, we're going to give this tribute to the Washington Mystics. I'll congratulate all of the young women on the Mystics. The whole Mystic organization deserves it, man. It was a wonderful, wonderful season. They deserve it. First of all, I'd like to give a special thank to the coaching staff, the general manager and head coach, Mike Thibault. The general manager and head coach, Mike Thibault. Okay? Assistant coach, Marianne Stanley. Assistant coach, Eric Thibault. Assistant coach, Safu Bernard. And assistant coach, Chalisa Fonza. All right? Kudos to the coaching staff of the Washington Mystic. And now we head to the players. The MVP, the best player in the WNBA this year, Elena Deladon. Christy Tolliver, Natasha Cloud, Ariel Atkinson, Tiana Hawkins, Maisha Hines Allen, Kira Leslie, Kim Mestafor, Emma Meisman, Ariel Powers, Latoya Saunders, Shatari Walker Kimbrero. Kudos to the Washington Mystics. Wonderful, wonderful job, ladies. Wonderful, wonderful job, coaching staff. It was a wonderful season. Hail to the Mystics. Congratulations, the Washington Mystics WNBA Championship. Well, once again, it's been a wonderful, wonderful episode. I'd like to thank all of my listeners, everybody that downloads, likes, shares, sticking with us on this journey. I'd like to thank my whole All Things Basketball coaches, I mean coaching staff, <laughs> I'd like to thank my whole All Things Basketball podcast staff, A1, A1 in the media business. I got the best staff in the business, 
And of course, you the listeners for hanging in there with me and dealing with me on rain, sleet, or snow. You're great. You're the best. I love you. Good night. God bless.